이 프로젝트에서는 저하고 저의 딸의 이 대화입니다. 저희 딸이 이번에 대학교를 졸업하는데 이 하루 미래가 이 어둡고 복잡하고 이해하기 힘들고 너무 빨리 변하고 이러한 것들에 의해서 자기가 자기 큰결을 어떻게 정했으면 좋겠냐고 질문을 해온 거에 대한 답입니다. 그래서 이게 이 저희 딸에게 주는 졸업선물인데 아빠가 어 딸에게 전해주는 이야기라고 생각을 하시고 들어주시면 감사하겠습니다. 음 첫째 이제 제가 오늘 여기 와가지고 이렇게 들어오면서 이 건물을 보면서 너무너무 부러웠어요. 어 이런 정말 아름다운 건물에 이 여러 군데를 1층, 2층을 돌아보면서 올라오는데 아 이런 것도 가능하구나. 우리도 이런 걸할수 있구나. 라는 느낌을 받으면서 정말 행복했고요. 그래서 이 여러분들한테 정말 진심으로 축하한다는 말씀을 드리고 싶습니다. 아, 제가 영어로 진행을 하겠습니다. 다음 점. 예. 아, 이 the the theme of the the KCC this year was starting a new chapter. So I was trying to look into the future and saying 35 years from now, what is the world will look like? Obviously, I'll be 94, so probably doesn't matter to me. But it would be matter to my daughter. So when we look at the uh, year 2050 uh, and look at the size of the population, the, the gross domestic products, personal income level type of information is uh, extremely useful information to try to understand how we will be living and working in the future. So if you look at this chart on the uh, large the uh, circle is China with 44.5 trillion dollars of GDP, but there will be about 1.4 billion people. The, the largest population is not going to be China in year 2050. It will be India with 1.6 billion people. So in terms of a population, it's going to be reversed. But India is still having a uh, much smaller gross national uh, product at 27.8 billion dollars, trillion dollars. Uh, on the other hand, in US, uh, population today is roughly about 105, 110 million people, uh, 305 or 310 million people, growing to 420 million people with a personal income of about $83,000 per person. So, in absolute size, China is uh, much bigger in terms of uh, total output, but for a per person basis, U.S. is roughly about two and a half times of China. So, uh, this information actually uh, is coming from Goldman Sachs, who's doing a forecasting for the world uh, 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 economic uh, uh, thing. So, if you move uh, to our next chart, with I'm not here to be trying to deliver a pessimistic uh, uh, information to you or try to be pessimistic. 
uh, according to many experts in the in the in the field, predicting that roughly about 47 percent of U.S. Uh, any jobs will disappear by 2030. Um, and some other experts uh, also predict that roughly about 2 billion jobs will disappear by 2030. Uh, this prediction uh, is really uh, coming from a real detailed study by Oxford University. Uh, what they have done they have looked at 702 jobs in the United States uh, in very detailed manner and try to see if they can uh, really see what type of job can be computerized and automated and what type of job cannot be computerized and automated. So they uh, assign a uh, probability of a zero automation to 100% possibility of automating the jobs. Uh, we all experience, uh, because of the technological changes that we have uh, experienced ourselves, the internet and so on, there are many jobs has disappeared. But on the other hand, because of the technological advancement and changes, there are many jobs also has been created, except we don't know what type of job will be created in the future. Uh, 20 years ago, we never had a job assignment called web design. Now we do have a web design. Uh, 20 years ago, the certain jobs wasn't here. But now, there are many jobs that wasn't there is all here. Uh, in 2030, uh, there are certain jobs will disappear. Uh, such as drivers, uh, teachers, professors, and I will try to uh, demonstrate how that certain job will disappear. So, you move to the next chart. Um, this chart uh, gives you a, uh, some information related to what type of job will be disappearing and what type of job will be staying. Uh, obviously, out of 702 jobs, it's impossible to put all the jobs on the screen. But uh, if you look at telemarketers, uh, people like a, uh, somebody who's assisting in dental offices, uh, pharmacists uh, can all be fairly well automated to be able to have that job disappear. Next time. Uh, this is an actual uh, evidence of uh, 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 automation. Uh, the U.S. Department of Labor tracks the job uh, for over past 30 years or so. And starting from 1972, the, uh, assuming the index is uh, 100 at that time, if you look at different category of jobs, some are reduced from 100% to 20%. So a huge number of jobs disappears. <coughs> Uh, from uh, ratings from 80% to about 20, 30% of jobs will disappear. So this is sort of a, a, a evidence that advance in technology will uh, have a certain impact like this. Next. 
So if you look at a uh, you know, why and how the uh, job will disappear, it's mainly because of the technological advancement. Uh, if you look at a, uh, the first industrial revolution of a steam engine to today's like, you know, internet, and tomorrow there will be even uh, a steeper improvement and advancement in technology that's coming that we don't even know about. And I will point out a few things to you. But as I said, because of the advancement in technology, some of the jobs will go away and some of the jobs will be newly created. Uh, the rate of the creation of new jobs will be faster, slower, we don't know that. But for sure, the change is, is coming for all of us and we have to find a way to prepare for that. Next. Uh, this is a chart. Basically, there are so many different technologies uh, that's available and that's being utilized and that's being developed. We don't know which technology will be uh, 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 utilized at particular time. So the industry expert out in the in the field is using a chart like this to try to predict uh, timing. So if you look at the blue line uh, here. Uh, that gives you that particular technology will be signed to be commercialized in about five to ten years. Uh, the, the yellow line, yellow uh, 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 triangle, uh, will be somewhere around about more than ten years. So there are way of predicting when the technology will be utilized in the field. So using this type of uh, information. Uh, I will try to demonstrate to you about three different technology and, and the type of impact that you can build. Uh, I will use a uh, autonomous vehicle. Many of you heard about self-driving car itself. Car driving by itself without a driver. Uh, so that's one area that I will be talking about. The second area I will be also talking about is three-dimensional printing. And third element I will talk about is a machine learning. Uh, on Wednesday uh, of uh, this week, I was uh, at the General Motors, uh, working with them, and I'm, we are developing a, a set of product uh, for General Motors right now, and they have invited me into their future laboratory. And in the future laboratory, they had, they had this self-driving car that started in San Francisco and arrived in New York City over 3,500 miles without an accident, without human interference. So I was in that laboratory driving around and programming that particular car to tell me to what take me to certain area. It was just fantastic. Uh, I didn't think that car would ever do that. But my own experience riding that, that self-driving car sort of convinced me, wow, God, this is fantastic. The implication of this thing is so huge. You can think about it. In the US, there are roughly about 3 million accidents a year. And 1.5 million people get killed because of the automobile accident. 
and 94% of that accident is due to human error. So if we can remove the human error, it will be much safer, it will be much better traffic. Uh, 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 but on the other side of the coin of this thing is, if a car can drive by itself, why do we need a driver's fault? Oh, come down. If car can drive by itself, well, why do we need a driver's fault? In US, there are three and a half million drivers making a living by driving a cars, trucks, taxis, limos, and everything else. But if we can also reduce accident by 90%, why do we need additional agents? Right? If car doesn't get into an accident, we don't need to fix it. So what do we need a passport? <laughs> yes, I am being extreme. It may not be that extreme. And it will take over probably 5, 10, 15 years. Over time, we'll be transitioning into that situation. However, if you can think about the implication, uh, senior citizens who get older, wants to have a mobility to go anywhere they want to go. Now, with the self-driving car, we can do that. Uh, seven years old, daughter, wants to go to a school. You don't need the driver license. In fact, it's safer to have a self-driving car driving her than human driving it. Because there are many, many different types of implications involved in this thing. So that will be a major change that's coming. And uh, it seems to me, uh, it, it's uh, uh, fairly evident, move to next year. Uh, fairly evident that uh, this will happen. And the timing of this thing, according to the expert in the bill, is roughly about year 2020, five years from now. It's not that far off. Uh, I've been told, at least by the expert, the first self-driving car will be out in the, in the street in 2018. So, uh, then they were working on a car. Uh, the car that we are driving can fly, actually. And that's the, 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 car, uh, the flying car on the roll right hand, uh, uh, right -hand corner. They can take off with 140 meters of a runway. Now, if the car is self-driving, this automobile can be autopilot. Absolutely, we can. So, you know, I was coming here, and there were major accidents on 95 on XS 16. So I got stuck in traffic for 49 minutes. And I was thinking about this thing, says, if I have a flying car, that I can drive around on the road. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Right? Uh, yes, there are a lot of other things that need to be worked on, like the infrastructures and roads and all bunch of other things that need to be changed to make this thing happen. But economics are absolutely there to be able to uh, have this thing uh, 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 launched. Uh, next chart, if you look at the, uh, this is uh, actually an impact study of a self-driving car, how much of an economic impact would this will have? 
in, 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 uh, in, in society. And they are predicting somewhere by 2025, $1.9 trillion. And that's a lot of money. In fact, $1.9 trillion is uh, about $600 billion more than entire uh, nation of Korea. Korea GMP right now is about $1.3 trillion. So if you have a $1.9 trillion economic impact, it, it is a huge uh, uh, piece. But because of that, I already talked to you about jobs going away, and then new jobs will be created through this type of early technology. Next. Now, the 3D printing. Uh, what's the cover of on the uh, Economist magazine? It basically says that the Stradivarius uh, uh, violin was uh, printed on 3D uh, printer, and it actually prays. And it, uh, the economist said, actually sounds good. Now, I was in the future laboratory of General Motors. They were also doing a very similar thing. They are creating a concept called uh, in the past, they had to go out and spend lots of money to print the parts and be able to assemble the concept cars and things like that. But now they are using 3D printer to print the auto parts for one-time use. Uh, I know Nike is using a 3D printer to print the personalized shoe. Now, can you buy a printer at home and print your own shoe? So the impact of this thing will be so huge in terms of uh, manufacturing industry. Uh, having that ability to do this thing uh, will change things upside down, in a way. Uh, the printer uh, that I use uh, to create the parts for General Motors for prototype of things is $20,000. Now in the past, I had to spend about more than $100,000 to create the small parts. But now I can do it with $20,000. And I can do it in very short time, as opposed to waiting for two months, three months. Uh, we can move to the next one, yes. The impact of this in, in terms of uh, economics by 2025 is somewhere between $230 billion to $550 billion. This doesn't count more than the other things. So uh, it's a huge uh, impact uh, in economic uh, terms. And it will also create a, a new job like a 3D printer design and a whole bunch of other uh, job categories that will be uh, 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 new to uh, to uh, all of us. Next. Okay. Uh, machine learning. Um, this is the part that's probably most uh, interesting, uh, mainly because in the past, the machines that you are faced with had no ability to learn anything. So the machine was designed and developed. And human instructed what to do with it. And they did an extremely good job of all iterative things. But with the advancement of our computation, now the machine has the ability to learn stuff by itself, by understanding the passage of a lot of things. 
on a uh, left hand side uh, where I said a uh, IBM was. That was a uh, supercomputer designed by IBM to try to compete with the human beings on Jeopardy uh, a couple of years back. Uh, those two human beings are the best of the best in Jeffrey, but machine beat them right now. Hands down, no, not even a competition. Why? Uh, when, when the announcer asks a question in Jeopardy, uh, the machine goes out and searches the internet very quickly and have a world of knowledge base in the machine and be able to respond and answer more accurately than you can do. Now, with the self-driving uh, car that I just introduced to you, now machine have ability to see. In the past, machine never did. Machine have ability to smell. Machine have ability to feel it because it has the artificial skills to it. And machine can write. So all the five senses we are having in human uh, aside. Machine can duplicate all of it. Now, the accuracy may not be there right now. But over time, if machine can learn stuff, machine can manufacture machines. To solve them, in a way. Right? So, it's an extremely interesting area. Uh, many people think, uh, you know, uh, human beings are no longer necessary because humans are, the, the machines are smarter. I'm not saying that. Uh, uh, human beings essentially create all these machines. So we are in control and I don't think we will ever have to worry about this. However, I was having a conversation with one of the futurists and say, you know, the, the world that we live in has a lot of issues with the pollution. So if we put a machine in charge, such machine like this, what would be the answer to solve that pollution problems? And one gentleman raised his hand and said, kill all human beings. Why? Because we are the source of all the pollution. That will be the logical answer from machine. Right? Uh, this machine also can do a lot of other things. Uh, because of the ability to learn stuff and store the knowledge bases of a huge amount, would it be possible that machine can do a, a better diagnostic of a human condition than internal medicine doctors? Uh, some people say it's highly possible. Why? Because human being has a limited knowledge base that they can store on their brain. However, machine doesn't. So they can collect millions and millions of a case study in their head and be able to apply the best case for that particular individual. Is it possible? Uh, yeah, I would say it's possible. So, but that's not only the profession. Uh, it's the same thing with uh, CPAs. It's a rule-based business. If you know the rule better than anybody else, then you can actually have a machine performing a better job. So next topic. Uh, 
It's all possible because of the computational ability of the machine. Uh, the transistor, as all you know, you all know, was uh, invented by Bell Laboratory by in 1947 by three gentlemen. <laughs> that transistor got such a huge improvement over time in year 2024 that computational ability of a machine will exceed human brain. That's the prediction. And it is heading that way. And there's a many proof uh, right now in the field that machine will have ability to calculate the way the human brain calculates by 2026. It's not that far. So if that happens, what does that mean for all of us? Excellent. To back that up, there are hundreds of and hundreds of companies being funded and raising lots of billions of dollars to go after this type of technology. Uh, this is an example of about 688 companies in about 14 different categories of technology working on artificial intelligence to try to make this thing happen. So there are lots of money behind this thing. Uh, Next up. Uh, again, this is an impact study of uh, automation of knowledge workers. Uh, all this chart is actually coming from a uh, McKinsey study. And the, track, uh, uh, the, the implication of automation is roughly somewhere between $5.2 trillion to $6.7 trillion. Uh, the area it's impacted is uh, Customer service and sales, education, healthcare, science and engineering, uh, managers, finance, legal, you name it. Because it's really replacing human knowledge base. Now, we all know that we made a prediction in the past. Uh, I made a prediction in the past and that never happened, uh, such as because of the digitization, because of the computerization, we will never use a paper game. Uh, in fact, we use, that prediction was made in uh, 1984. Uh, in fact, we use more paper today than ever before. So there are some predictions that's wrong, but there are predictions that's heading the right way. And some of this, like, gaining a knowledge base and Placing on knowledge workers and machine getting smarter and machine has the ability to learn new stuff is starting to become reality. Next slide. So there are actually a lot more technology, but we don't have time for all these technologies tonight. Um, mobile internet as an example. Uh, The smartphone that I am holding right now, uh, to have this much of a power in 1975, it would have cost $5 million. It's $400 today. The Human Genome Project started 13 years ago and spent $13.1 billion to map the entire human being. That's 13 years ago. Wasn't that far? Uh, U.S. government 
couple of years ago, I started a brain mapping. The brain mapping will create a, a huge impact like a genome uh, Other areas like the, you have heard about something like the uh, Internet of Things, uh, cloud technologies, we all try to uh, uh, save our pictures on, on the cloud. Uh, advanced uh, robots, uh, energy storage like electric cars, uh, advanced material like nanotechnologies, renewable energy. Uh, obviously, uh, these are the all areas that's making so much uh, uh, improvement right now in a, in a industry. Next. So if you put all these things together, the, the impact of this 12 disruptive technology is somewhere between 18.8 trillion dollars to 40.4 trillion dollars. Now, this new technology will create so much new opportunities, which hasn't been defined yet. You don't know that. And many of our children don't know this thing. Now, how do we prepare our children to be able to take advantage of this new opportunity that's coming? Now, uh, I said earlier that billions of dollars has been raised to fund the ventures. Uh, on those nine technologies that I talked to you about, digital health, uh, mobile internet, internet of things, and of that nature. There are about 5,500 companies, new brand new companies set up and raised about $85 billion. So most of this money is being pumped into the economy now to be able to take advantage of this thing in five, six, ten years from now. Next one. So, uh, with a uh, short time, I won't be able to explain all these things. So, those of you who, are, who have a uh, information curiosity, want to go dig in deeper, this is where all this information is coming from. Oh, by the way, all this information is in public domain, it's free. Uh, I happen to be an economics major, I, I don't know much about technology. Uh, but I could find all this information in public net. So you could do this uh, as well. So if you are uh, uh, interested in all these uh, uh, impact studies and technology, uh, on the that you are left, hand, uh, left uh, upper corner, it's the study issued by McKinsey Global Institute. Uh, it, the title is Disruptive Technology Advances That Will Transform Life, Business, and Global Economy. It's about 170 pages, but extremely interesting reading. You can try this type of information. Uh, uh, so if you can go into a website and, and search for this thing, you can have all this thing. Uh, the United Nations also issued a state of the future. Uh, you have to pay this one. This is $29. But uh, there is a, a Korean version if you prefer Korean versions of this. So UN Mira Bogoso. The other area uh, uh, that's very interesting about the uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence is the book by Ray Kurzweil. So that you can have, you have to buy. But all this type of a job that's going to be lost because of the computerization, uh, that information is coming from the future of employment, how susceptible are jobs to computerization. 
is started uh, uh, conducted by Oxford University, and there is a lot of job, an entire list of 702 jobs, and it indicates which job has what probability of disappearing uh, in the future. So, if nothing else, if you have a sons and daughters and grandsons, get that information and see which one it is likely to disappear. So that will be a pretty good uh, information. Next chart, please. Okay, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to predict the future, but you know, that's a difficult thing to do. So you have to find a way to learn to live with it. And the best way to learn to live with it is creating it yourself. Next job. Uh, now I'm telling my daughter the most important thing is about you and how you make up your mind. It's not what you have learned at the school. It's about your attitude. If you have can-do attitude, you can do anything you want. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's not lack of a degree. Uh, it is matter of your attitude. So uh, that's the uh, uh, advice I am giving my daughter. Be ready, be flexible, be adaptable, and able to follow the changes as quickly as possible. Next story. Uh, there is a problem uh, from a, uh, uh, Africa. It says, if you want to go fast, go along. And if you want to go far, go together. I thought this was a appropriate quote uh, that I can pick uh, from the, the information that I was searching, especially for a uh, KCC. Uh, you can go fast by yourself, but to go far, you all have to go together. And the reason this building is standing and the reason this many people came is because we all want to go far together. I think this uh, says name gift. And there are many blank areas. So if you can fill that up, that would be good. <laughs> 